Hello and welcome to episode three, A Dreamier Marriage. You're probably wondering, you know, how can I connect with my man? How can I have a healthier relationship? And today's podcast is all about the woman's power and how that comes from guiding the man into his own heart and we do this by connecting to our own hearts first so just as he leads in a dance we lead in our heart space and we make it okay to be sensual and my hopes is that you leave today's episode feeling strong and confident and emotionally available (laughs) and ladies if you're looking for a way to feel powerful and assertive it's not by directing and demanding it's about being a leader an emotional heart-centered connection Now, I haven't been married for 80 years, but I am happily married. With that said, Anthony and I, Anthony is my husband, uh, we have moments of conflict, but 95% of the time, things are beautiful. And that's because of the work we choose to put in. I have always been obsessed with relationships, fascinated by them. Um, I've always observed people in their relationships, how they move. Um, And I've discovered that in loving, healthy relationships, there's a balance of masculine and feminine energy. And I believe this helps couples stay in love. And masculine and feminine energy have nothing to do with gender. Every woman has feminine and masculine energy, and every man has feminine and masculine energy. And so first I want to talk about yin and yang and how the yin refers to feminine energy in our lives and yang refers to the masculine energies in our life. So giving is an action of our divine masculine and receiving is an action of our divine feminine. And I have learned over the years (laughs) that a balance of both of these energies is when we feel harmonious within. And so let's let's go a little bit deeper into the masculine energy and um, what that looks like. So masculine energy is very action oriented. It's very uh, doing. It's strategizing logistics. It is uh, making decisions, it's uh, analyzing, solving problems, it's courage, it's strength, it's independence, it's leadership, and assertiveness. 
and the feminine is all about being just being it's feeling it's intuition it's a a surrender and collaboration we women <laughs> we make this mistake where we try to connect with a man through his mind instead of connecting with his heart a man can't connect to us when we are in our heads so we have to drop down into our hearts into our bodies and then he will drop into his own heart and that's where two become one when we can express our feelings emotions uh, and sensuality in a way that is inspiring instead of demanding he will feel compelled uh, to please you and to take actions that make you feel good men really do want to please us and they want to make us happy um and he may not leave you but he will lose attraction feeling uh mothered and feeling resentful and that will always snowball into how he stops doing things for you and and then we start feeling like we have to do everything so you know if you find yourself doing all the chores picking up after him making all the plans um, or just generally acting like you are superwoman because you fear that if you stop then nothing will get done and a lot of women right now are constantly in their masculine energy and they don't know how to tap into their feminine energy because again if they stop they're not being productive and so when you're in your masculine energy and over functioning um, if you like being with a masculine energy man you need to learn how to express your feminine heart energy so the first thing i want to invite you to discover is how to embody and express your own unique expression your essence of your radiance because no matter how you look yes naturally couples need to be attracted to each other okay but aside from that no matter how you look you need to memorize him with your inner beauty another thing is awakening your body to an experience of a static aliveness so you can find pleasure in the simple mundane moments of your life um, and that is going to inspire his devotion to your pleasure also honoring and really being comfortable with feeling your feelings a lot of us <laughs> especially in our 20s um, we, we're not we're not feeling our feelings we don't like how something feels so we push it away we distract uh, we numb out we find 
ways to not feel our feelings. Ladies, I'm telling you right now, that is not going to work anymore. Um, Also, letting a man into the depths of your emotions without making him feel wrong and to allow him to be touched and moved by the beauty of your inner being uh, that that could be such a beautiful thing a lot of us are so afraid to show our emotions in marriage because we we don't want to stress that person out we don't want to uh, be a burden you know uh, it could be very scary or I feel like and this goes for men too like our emotions sometimes can be you know pretty scary so if you could just let him in again in in an inspiring way and not uh in a, in a blameful way oh I feel this way because you you know we we have to take responsibility for our emotions um, with still allowing them in, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, another thing, learning to fully receive all that he is already giving. That way you can inspire him to fulfill your deepest desires. So I don't know what that looks like for you, but it's something to think about. How can you really receive all that he is giving? Are you focusing on all that you're not getting? Or are you focusing on everything that he already is giving? In our culture, most women have forgotten how to simply just be and deeply cherish our our own experience without having to change it. Just being is attracting rather than pursuing. Um, Intuition rather than thinking. So don't try to please others or control or manage situations. Um, And I'll be the first to admit, (laughs) I have been controlling. Ladies, we can be so controlling And the first step is to admit that. And it's fucking hard for us to do that. Trust me, I know. (laughs) It is hard to not control, especially if you're a mother, because all day we are in control of other lives with our little babies, with our children, with our teenagers, these young adults. We are in control all of the time because we have to be. But we don't need to control our husbands, our partners. We don't need to manage them. (laughs) Uh, That was a big one for me the past... uh, I'm 34. When I hit 30, I started kind of realizing how much I was trying to please everyone. Um, how controlling I was, how I had to manage certain situations my way, and that was the only way. 
we just we us women we have this really high desire to try to change it things and um we really need to allow ourselves to be guided to co-create instead of controlling every moment every opportunity every situation when you really learn to embody your feminine energy you i promise you okay <laughs> you will attract what you need from your man it's just the way we are naturally wired these energies are alive within us right now <laughs> um and when you when you really learn to embody that feminine energy you're going to naturally get affection you're going to receive and and be in experiences that are fun you're going to have great sex there's going to be romance it's going to be exciting and there's going to be all of this support and it's going to feel so harmonious you're going to feel safe with your emotions you're going to feel safe with other people's emotions and you're going to know what it's like to make a decision as a team as a soulmate <laughs> connection and you know when you embody all of these qualities it really does make up the feminine and naturally and effortlessly that attracts the masculine and this is not about finding clever or tricky ways to get him to do what you want him to do. <laughs> um, it really is about creating a true and loving partnership from your heart. And I recently learned that in order to heal your relationship, you have to accept that your partner is not the only one to blame and every single time it's going to require you to throw your pride straight out the window <laughs> and and really accept that you are as much to blame and sometimes maybe more <laughs> you know depending on the circumstances the behavior the people the situation you know and we all have <clears throat> unlovable parts. We all have demands that are unreasonable. We all have these high-ass expectations. And we all have parts of us that are quote-unquote unacceptable. Now my goal in life, and actually what I've been working through, is a state of acceptance accepting that I'm a little broken and seeing the beauty in that. It's very liberating to say, okay, but love, love can win. I care about you. I respect you and I can do better. It's such a powerful place to be. You know, when is the last time you asked your husband, maybe you're a man listening to this, 
When is the last time you asked your wife? How can I make your day better? And I want to encourage you, ask your partner that today. Maybe y'all had a fight last night and today's rocky. I don't know. Maybe you guys are on good terms. I don't know what your situation is right now. Regardless of what it is, do you have it in your heart right now to walk up to your partner, text, call, whatever, to communicate to your partner, how can I make your day better? And like, ah, oh, this is such a powerful question in relationships because we're always there to take. And I don't want you guys to ask this in manipulation. I want you to mean it. <laughs> I want you to be sincere. And ladies, men know when we are not sincere. Men, men are magical too. <laughs> okay? And they have this magical ass sense. That's why when you're in a mood and he knows <laughs> and when men ask us, what's wrong? Nothing. And then they get frustrated because 98% of the time something is wrong and they can sense it. <laughs> anyway, when we say, how can I make your day better? We are saying, okay. I'm putting myself out there. I'm going to suffer for your bad parts because I have faith in you. Sometimes you just got to suffer a little. And disclaimer, if you are in an abusive relationship, I'm not um, condoning abusive behavior at all. Okay, I'm talking about... um, non-abusive situations okay I just had to put that out there um yeah I love observing people's relationships and I've noticed people focus on what their partner should be doing for them and I'm guilty of this when they should really be focused on what they can do for their partner when we love someone when we (laughs) I'm so passionate about this because when we love someone, right, we want the ultimate good for them. We want good for them. And that's why when you love yourself, you want good for yourself. And then that energy just radiates. What can I get out of you? Instead of saying, what can I get out of you? And you don't even have to say that. Our actions and the language we use these days, you don't have to say that to say that. You don't have to say, what can I get out of you? There's a billion, jillion ways that... Jillion? Is that a word? (laughs) There's a a lot of different ways to say it, but we're saying it. We all do it. So lately, again, working through this, it's saying, what can I do to make good things happen in your life? How can I make your day better? Ask. And notice when you're in that energy of what can I get out of you? It's okay to receive from your partner. There's nothing wrong with that. 
But just notice. Notice where your control comes in. Notice <clears throat> when you're pointing the finger. You might be tempted to see your partner as the problem, but you have to accept that you are also very likely to blame <laughs> and asking your partner how can I make their day better is not about manipulation. When you ask the question, you have to be willing to make them happy. And realizing what true love means, true love is not about what your partner can do for you. It's not what it's about. If you enjoyed today's podcast, I would love for you to share it with your cats, dogs, aunts, grandmas, homies, all the people that you know. Also, if you are on social media, I am too. I'm on Instagram, uh, YouTube, Twitter, love Tumblr, love SoundCloud. I don't get on Facebook too much, but I do... um, visit that dimension every now and then uh my handle is still glamorous on all social media platforms that's s-t-i-l-l-g-l-a-m-o-r-u-s yes it's spelled wrong uh and also really quick shout out to everyone that has been sharing the podcast i see you and i am so grateful and I appreciate you so much. Um, it helps more than you know. This little um, She Stays Soft podcast, I know we're only three episodes in, but um, it's been really exciting for me. And it's something that uh, I, something to look forward to, you know, recording, even though um, I've tried to record this podcast a bajillion times. Um, (laughs) finally figured it out and it's really teaching me about just relaxing and letting go because I will re re film over and over again because I'm like you sound funny or you swallowed and you can hear your mouth (laughs) and I just like oh my god I'm so it's really teaching me how critical I am myself maybe that can be like the next episode is um how I'm working through self-criticism because um sometimes that voice is really hard to um quiet down (laughs) um but yeah I hope you guys have a lovely week And I will see, I will see, we will meet again. (laughs) Bye.